Welcome back, everyone, to this episode of Gimme the Cheese We are so pumped to continue our conversation that we were having last week about what it is to be growing up Latina and have um, our Latina families. And I think last time we were talking about dish soap and, you know, like all the little funny things. Yeah. <laughs> um. When we were making, well, when I was making like this list and just like things we were coming up with about what we wanted to talk about, they, I showed Jen like my list and what I had and she was like, I can't relate to some of these. So, yes. which I think is crazy because it's not like, oh, like my parents are from Mexico and your parents are from like Argentina, you know, or like super ends of like super opposite, like your parent well your mom is from colombia my parents are from ecuador your dad's from guatemala oh my gosh and so it's like we're super close together but still we can't relate to these um but i was talking about just like for me translating for my parents was something that i did on a regular day basis and it was like translating at stores translating documents translating i don't know what like a box set and directions and anything which is crazy because I was like what 10 7 8 wow that's a lot and that's a lot and I was like I don't know what the heck I'm talking about (laughs) what am I saying and especially at stores I just remember this one time we went to T-Mobile and she wanted me to translate and I was like "I I don't even know what this store is like, I don't even know what we're doing here. Like, I have no idea. But I just had to translate for my parents, and which is crazy. Which now they don't do as often. Just when they get yeah. nervous. Whereas, like, with me, I, like, my dad came pretty young, and my mom came and she was 24, which is still pretty young. And so yeah. I think that they were both able to learn English. And so I never experienced translating for my parents. Yeah. I think something that I did experience was... So since my mom my mom um came when she was a little bit older, my dad doesn't have much of an accent in English, but my mom does. And so something that I did experience was, you know, um I just remember being at I think it was like a retail store. I don't remember specifically what. And oh, we no. were trying to return something or I don't know what was going on, but I just remember vividly the worker being like, I can't understand you. <laughs> And, like, being really rude about my mom's accent. And that has always bugged me. I I pray that someone does that in front of me. Because I've heard of stories where, like, uh, two people are speaking a different language. And someone's like, this is America. Like, you need to speak English. And, first of all, no official language in the States. So whatever to each their own but also why are you so nosy and so interested in what I'm talking about that you want me to change the language like especially like with you and I if I'm speaking in Spanish to you in public it's probably because I don't want whoever's around to hear because I don't want them to be nosy and I mean I'm nosy but I don't want other people to be (laughs) you know like it's none of your business it's not like and why do I have to change I know English but I don't have to speak it Every single okay, second and of something day. that something that I think is so frustrating, so frustrating is that people and I, I feel like it I can't remember like a specific instance with my mom, 
but people will look down on other people that have accents. And I'm like, this person speaks two languages. You speak Mm -hmm. one. Or just knowing, like, for instance, my mom, um, she has her master's. And when people talk to her, like she's stupid just because she has an accent, (gasps) it just pisses me off. Because I'm like, this is my mother. She, well, one, it's my mom. Don't talk to my mom that way. (laughs) Right. Another thing is she is so educated. Like this is the woman that edits my essays and corrects (laughs) my grammar in English because I suck at it. Right. (laughs) She is so, um, so smart. Like literally, it's kind of crazy. So she was working. I think she was working full-time or working part-time, raising us kids, going to school full-time or part-time. I can't remember. And was on the honor roll in college. Excuse me. I... I didn't have all the responsibilities that she had while I was right. in college, and I never did that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. No. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's insane. I, yeah, I just – and you know what? I know that people who do have those accents, they also get embarrassed. So if someone makes you feel bad about that, I understand mm-hmm. why some people are – like they're like, I never want to speak English in front of anyone ever again because they're going to make fun of me or they're going to this and that. but I also think like you and I we don't really have um like Latina accents or whatever but sometimes to me at least me I think that sometimes my Latina accent comes out because I'm thinking in Spanish how to say it in Spanish but I'm also thinking in English so when I say the word it comes out with like a little accent or I say it wrong or stuff like that and I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, I can, I'm thinking in two languages. Like, what can I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely. So I feel like I've gotten better now that I'm older about just owning whenever I, like, mispronounce words. I, for instance, uh, is it revelation? Uh-huh. I struggle with that. I say oh, revelation really? all the time. Oh. I think yesterday in a conversation with someone, I did that. And so it's, like, different words like that or I remember like being in high school and like in middle school and being so nervous, so nervous Mm -hmm. about reading aloud in class Mm -hmm. because, and it's not that I don't know English and it's not that I don't know Spanish, but it's the fact that sometimes when you put me on the spot and I'm pressured, I will mispronounce things. (laughs) And it's not that I'm like, I just get confused. Yes. And I still struggle with that. Like, do not ask me to read out loud because I don't know how to pronounce half the words. I'm sorry. Especially at church. Scripture reading. Girl, I'm like, scripture uh, reading in English. In Spanish, yeah. in Spanish, I feel a little English, bit more confident. Yeah. I feel a little bit better in Spanish because I'm like, yeah. it's okay. I think because in Spanish, like, I've grown up, like, if you mispronounce something, they'll correct you and it's no big yeah. deal. Like, you're and used it's like to tender. It. <laughs> it's like, yes, oh. they're like, oh, mijita, si no se dice. Uh-huh. You know? But like in English... I'm sorry, like, who? I, who is this? Who are we yeah. reading about? Like, I'm always like, how do you say this? <laughs> Before I even say it, because I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Like, And, like, with Trevor, anytime I mispronounce something, I'm like, English is my second language, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I always bring it up. Or do you ever have those days where you can't... I Do you ever have those days where you're like, I can't English right now. I just yeah. have to speak in Spanish. Yeah. And then do you also have those days where you're literally like, I can't speak in any language? (laughs) Yes. Well, the other day um, we were, 
out and about like shopping an entire day and I noticed on my own that my English was awful 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 just for like the like a week prior to that day and so I finally got the courage and I was like Trevor (laughs) is my English really bad because I feel like it's awful he's like honestly yeah I've noticed oh (laughs) I was like oh okay and it's because I like my job doesn't require me to take calls or really speak to anyone it's everything I'm like just like at a laptop like typing away so I maybe like in a whole week I maybe take two or three phone calls the entire week oh my gosh whereas my job I speak in Spanish all day really (gasps) I'm always speaking in Spanish and so so I sometimes when I get off of work I'm so confused (laughs) (laughs) like I can't I I want to (laughs) I want to better my Spanish um so I think I'm like trying to look into volunteering at um like community centers where they teach Spanish classes to see if I can assist because then I'm like I could learn too because there's some things I don't know something that I have been trying to do is like read in Spanish because that's how I think that really helps me but I was trying to read um El Amor en los Tiempos de Colora which is like Mm -hmm. Love in the Time of Cholera it's by um Gabriel Garcia Marquez who's like a Colombian Mm -hmm. writer Mm-hmm. And this is so embarrassing. It's too advanced for me in Spanish. I was going to say, I, 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 I tried. The only book that I can actually read in Spanish are scriptures. But I think it's only because we were missionaries and we had to do it. That was like our thing every single day. I read yeah. scriptures all the time. But I tried um, reading a book in Spanish when I was home, like at my parents' house, just like a random book that my dad had, just to see if I could actually get through it. Um, it took me like 30 minutes to get through two pages. Oh, yeah. Because my brain just doesn't absorb it or comprehend it as fast as it does in English. And I was like, yeah. this is embarrassing. This is But bad. it's so it's so funny because for me, when it comes to like legal documents, when it comes to work stuff, mm-hmm. easy, comprehend, yeah. no problem. But when it comes to literature, it's so difficult. If for, yeah, if it's for fun, I struggle. Like, I think... Even speaking sometimes, because I think that I'm funny. <laughs> I think I'm funny. I don't know if anyone else thinks I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm funny in English sometimes. And I can't be funny in Spanish. Because I just don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know how to. I just don't know how. And I think I only know, like, really good Spanish if it's at work or if it's church. Because I grew up in, like, a Spanish church, like a Spanish ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so did I. I don't know trouble with that but anything fun I'm like uh, I have no idea yeah like I just get nervous um but I've actually noticed that in my mom so I think my mom is hilarious hilarious in Spanish but in English she's more shy Mm -hmm. and I asked her about it one day and she's like well it's just like you know it's not like it just happens like for instance Jake like he is in Spanish I don't want to say he, like, doesn't have a personality in Spanish. But it's very serious, like, to the point. But, it, yeah, it's just very, like, direct, like, yeah. no joking around. Because it's difficult to make jokes. Like, it's hard to learn it's... a new language and, like, pick up on the jokes and everything. So It's really hard. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor just walked in with his headphones. 
I asked him, I was like, um, can you go into the living room? Because I'm really embarrassed. So he just put his headphones on. <laughs> I know. We this is so funny. Every single time we record, we always get embarrassed. Every I literally time. I always make Jake wait in the living room and I'm like, do not come in here. Do not I'm listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Guys, but... even <laughs> even when we post up on the Instagram. Oh, it's so cringy. I'm so I'm, embarrassed. I'm usually the one that does it, like just like that post stuff. And every time I hit post, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to kill myself. <laughs> it's yeah. so I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I just feel what? like annoying. Okay, yeah. But I'm also very proud of us. Yeah. Like I get so offended if we release the podcast episode and it's been out maybe for like a couple of hours and i'm like jake have you listened to it and he's like no oh. i haven't and i'm like so so mad i'm like why haven't Me you too. yeah i'm like i'm awesome when <laughs> but you, you can't be in here when i'm recording <laughs> yeah i'm like li- yeah and i'm like don't listen to it at home i don't want you to hear it at home <laughs> it has to be like at work or something yeah, I'm like, please don't oh, play yeah. it in front of me. Yeah, or I was God. with my brother, with my brother over Christmas break. I was just sitting on the couch and we were listening to music and just talking. And then out of nowhere, I hear Lana's voice. Hola, chismosa. Oh my gosh. And I was no. like, stop, turn it off. Don't play it in cry. front of me. <laughs> crying, no. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was going to give me a rash or something. So embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so the thing else that I thought about is, to okay, where I grew up in New Jersey, for those of you that didn't know, and I grew up in northern Jersey, northern, northern, this is where my Spanish kicks in, northern <laughs> Jersey, um, which means I was, um, I would say like 45 minutes by train to New York City. So super close, super convenient, and um, I just remember growing up, and it, I like, I we always had people in our house relatives we always had like aunts and uncles cousins that are coming and visiting from like ecuador just other parts of the country so my house was truly never empty and even to this day my mom um we just like have a lot of relatives and stuff so someone is always on my parents house that so much so that we've named our house in jersey the airbnb because people just love to stay there. <laughs> We're like, your Airbnb is it booked or not? Because <laughs> it booked. Because <laughs> you have like two or three extra rooms now. Um, so it's like someone's always in there. But did you grow up like that? No, or no? I didn't. Well, because, okay. So my dad, it is truly just his mom and his sister. And that's it. And yeah. my aunt and my grandma live about an hour from me in Maryland. So... We would see them and we would hang out with them, but our house was never filled with people. I would say the only time, like we still had family that visited. Like my mom has her sisters and her siblings in Colombia. We just had my cousin um, from Colombia and her husband come and visit, but it's not as frequent. Like I had my, um, my tia Eliana, she came and visited once. And then my, um, my tia Julieta, she actually lived with us for a while. Mm -hmm. So that was super fun um it was really awesome to have her she she was also going through like cancer treatments and things like that so that was that was hard but it was also it's like such a good memory that I have like being able to experience having her around and having that relationship with her because my mom's family is in Colombia and most of them still are so it's just um when family would come and visit it wasn't super frequent and it was typically maybe for like two weeks yeah well no, I had 
I remember I had an aunt live with me or with us for like a year or so or two years. And I had an uncle live with us for a year. And my grandma lived with us um, for like years. But that was fine because um, it was my dad's mom and she was a widow. And like my grandpa died when I was really young. And I don't know, she would just she just came to live with us and it was super fun and I'm grateful that she lived with us because now she passed away but she was like my best friend but yeah yeah, my house was never empty and to this day it's truly never empty which is just crazy and I think that's I don't think that happens in white families I know in other immigrant families in other um, countries it does happen a lot but I think in white families, it doesn't because everyone loves their privacy. But I think being Latina and living in a Latin household, it privacy is not a thing. Oh, <laughs> like, no. My mom privacy. would just walk in my room. It, and I was like, <laughs> I literally, so my dad, he um, was a police officer. And so I remember he would just knock on my door and be like, search warrant. <laughs> <laughs> literally like unannounced be like, oh, let me walk in let me let me look through your stuff like what's going on and I was really? always just like oh or I'd be sitting there on my um not even a phone my iPod my iPod touch and I'd be doing something <laughs> and my dad would be like search warrant give me your phone give me give me your iPod let me see what's going on I remember like it was like when I wasn't supposed to have like social media and stuff but I still had it uh-huh. and I'd be like oh like rushing to delete it <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I feel like privacy, like, I think it's wild when families are like, oh, like, you need to respect their privacy. And like, I didn't have that growing up. And not saying that, like, it was a bad, I mean, I think there's always a balance, but I just, privacy's, I don't know. Like, that just didn't exist. Yeah. And I think we were so used to it. Like, I mean, you're lucky your dad knocked. My dad did not knock. He was like, hello, and just walked in. hello like it never really bothered me because usually it was just like on a computer or laying in bed and watching tv or on my phone or something but what if i like had just gone out the shower <laughs> you know what no. i mean yeah. i was like why don't you knock and i would i could never have my door locked that was not a thing oh really um, well i yeah. guess i could if i was like changing and stuff like that yeah only in those yeah. moments but after that i couldn't um until i was like in high school or like 15 or something they were like okay whatever um and just like anything anywhere that you go or like if you were like i'm going out with my friends or well you have to ask for permission and they let you they're like with who where are you going uh like what time are you going to come back what are you going to do who's going to be there and i'm like i, I have no idea and oh, then yeah. be like and then we would go out to like parties and stuff, just like high school. And then my mom's like, "Okay, be home at two. And she's like, "I'm gonna be waiting." Oh yeah, my, my mom. Okay, that's something that I feel like doesn't happen a lot with Latinos. My mom, my parents trusted me a lot, but I think it's because I always told them the truth, and I was always like, "Oh, we're going to, um, I don't know, Andrew's house, and everyone's gonna drink, and then there's gonna be weed, and there's gonna be this, and there's gonna be that, and." I was like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm going because these are my childhood friends and I love them and I want to spend time with them. And I, they were like, okay, just don't do drugs and don't drink. And I was like, okay. Oh my gosh, and, that's crazy. And, but 
I think it's because I was so honest. They were like, yeah, whatever. Just let me know, like, what time you're going to be back. And then the biggest lie I've ever heard is um, my mom would be like, the way I sped out hasta que llegues. Like, I'm going to wait for you until you get home. Dead asleep when, she, when I got home. I'm like, <laughs> I would have to. <laughs> have you seen the, like, the memes of, like, um, kids, like, waking up their mom when they got home to let them know? And then their moms are, like, snoring and they, like, get freaked out. Have you seen those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my mom. <laughs> I was like, aquí. I got home. Oh my gosh. Like, and my okay. mine I was not like that. Like my parents were always like, my curfew, I think at one point was like 10 30. <gasps> no. Like God. I was always like very like unless it was like my really good friends, like my my friend yeah. Julie. Like my parents absolutely love her. But to this day, okay, it's gotten a little better now that I have become a mom. Yeah. <laughs> but even when I was pregnant. Oh, I no. went, this was last February. I went <laughs> out for, um, my friend was throwing me a baby shower. And so I went out to, for that. And my other friend, my friend, Cindy was like, Hey, like, I'd love for you to come over. Let's hang out. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Like, let's do that. I don't have a car when I go to Maryland, I have to borrow one of my parents' uh-huh. cars. So I have to ask them for permission to take their car and my dad was like no you can't take the car and I was like what do you mean he what was like, I, he was like he was like I want to drive you and I was like excuse me he's like, I want to drive you and my friend lives like a mile from my house it's not even that oh. far but it's just like crossing like a really busy street so like I have to drive I'm also like pretty pregnant at the time yeah and so but my dad was like, no, I want it to be like old times. I'm going to drive you and you need Aww, to text me wait. what time I ha- I have to pick you up and everything and all this stuff. And I was just like very tender, but also, so you know, so I was going to say, <laughs> like, and that, but it was yeah. tender. Like he, he just wanted to, he was like, oh, my girl, remember all up. times. Yeah, yeah. Like remember old times. But I was like, i'm 25 that's what i but i still feel like i'm their little baby because you and i are both the youngest in our families and they definitely still treat me like i'm 10 or like 15 or something where they have to ask me everything where i'm going and where i'm this and i'm like guys like i'm married i can you know what i mean like i can do Mm -hmm. whatever i want and but to some extent i always do feel like i have to tell them for some reason when they're in town i feel like i have to tell them especially yeah. especially when i'm home oh Back yeah my house. Sure. i'm like i'm going here uh is it okay <laughs> they're like yeah yeah i'm like i'm going here with this friend at this time but the funny thing is if my brother jared goes home he can do whatever he wants yeah no one I mean, cares never told me no they've never like no you can't my go. parents have told me no. oh <laughs> they're like siempre vienes y siempre estás con tus amigas no compartes con nosotros. And I'm like, oh, I'm oh. sorry. Like, it's just I mean, like, I love my friends and I want to see them, yeah. but I also want to see you. So I think it's just like learning how to balance that. And yeah. my parents always call me um, embelequera. What's that? Embelequera? I don't even know how to like explain it. It's like someone who, embelequera. let me Google it real quick. I've never heard that. Is it like, like, uh, uh, oh my gosh, but the... Oh no, my parents say oh, something. It's like en belequera. Google says persona que gusta de. No, that's not right. Like en belequera is more like just someone who always has to like be like does unnecessary things and does like oh. off the fly, like impulsive kind of. Oh, okay. Is how I take it, but yeah, that's what um 
my parents call me they call me I'm Embelikera that's funny I'm always doing random things and I'm I always have to be on the move I always have to be hanging out with people yeah and always have we to have a We have a word like that in Ecuador, but it's like pata something, pata, pata caliente, because you're always like, you're always going and going and going and going. You always want to be out and you always want to be with someone or do something. So they're like, ay, que pata caliente, like yeah. a hot foot, foot or something like that, because you're, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Spanish sayings, when you translate them into English, so it's stupid. <laughs> like my, okay, my mom has so many Spanish sayings. It's crazy really? how many. Yeah, she's always saying them. And I'm like, mom, you have to write them down. Like, one of them is like, I don't even know what this one is, but tiene huevitos y este avión. Sorry? What the heck does that mean? Okay. Yeah. So, translated in English, it's like, has little eggs, but is an airplane or something like that. I'm tiene like, huevitos y este avión? I have no, no idea. Tiene huevitos, pero este avión o algo así. Pero, oh, este avión. Okay. No idea what I have that no idea. means. Nope can't even no. no i don't have no idea yeah but then there's like your and then another one she always says is um me gusta mi chocolate espeso y mis cuentas claras mis cuentas like, claras so i like my chocolate my hot chocolate thick and my <laughs> like accounts clear so like uh, she doesn't like owing people anything like she likes uh, to make okay. sure that like she's she's not in debt to anyone yeah yeah but she's mean? full of those i love it that's so, so many. funny we have some I think my family just made up though, but they're kind of vulgar, so I won't repeat. That. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't want to expose myself if anyone ever hears me say this, because yeah. I don't think I I don't think anyone else uses them. I think it's just my family. Okay, but speaking of parents, do you feel like your par growing up, your parents were never wrong? Like, not that they weren't actually wrong, but they, in their minds, they were never wrong. You know what I mean? Like, they were always in the right, and no matter what. I think so. You think so? I think for me, yeah. that's how it was. Like, like, I can't remember. I can't remember, like, a specific instance, but I remember always thinking my parents were always right. Yeah. Well, no, it's not, not like, let's say your parents said something, and obviously it was wrong, you know, what they did. Or they said something insulting or something. And, like, to everyone, it's obviously wrong, but they will never admit that it's wrong, and they will never say that it's wrong they're like nope i'm not wrong like i was right like i don't take it back no no i don't think so oh maybe i've blocked that out of my childhood because <laughs> i don't remember that at all <laughs> i feel like i mean i can't remember a specific instance but i just have always felt like that like no matter what my parents were always right and it's not that i thought they were right it's just they thought they were never wrong so yeah. we had to just go along with it so um okay so a really funny one that I thought of because I experienced something was um, if you're throwing a party or if you have a gathering and someone's like, it starts at six o'clock. It does not start at six o'clock. It starts at like 8 a.m. I mean, 8 p.m. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> and I saw a TikTok of a guy. He's like showing up. It was like point of view showing up to hit Latino party on time, like at 6 p.m. Or like whatever time the invitation says, and everyone's still like setting up, and they make you set up with them. They're like, "Ayúdanos con esto, ayúdanos con esto, baba." Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, I have. Yeah, but for my wedding, um, I had two receptions, or yeah, well, I had like a little like lunch thing in Utah, um, and then I had a, like an actual reception in New Jersey, just with 
everyone that I grew up with and like from church and stuff and at the reception here or like the lunch luncheon here in or not here in Utah we put I don't know 2 p.m whatever and I was like the time that everyone showed up like it was 2 p.m but my mom yeah (laughs) I was there on time didn't have to set anything up (laughs) but my mom specifically put the invitation for New Jersey set it to 6 p.m so that everyone would show up at seven and it was true like they weren't even done setting up at six like and no one showed up of course like everyone that went was latino there was not a white person besides trevor and his family and they showed up on time well not trevor because i went with him but his family showed up on time they were there at six and just sat there for like an hour until actually everyone showed up so no that happens a lot well okay so um i always but this would always happen with so my friend nadia growing up we used to go to her house we would have like thanksgiving dinner at my house with my family and then go to her house after Mm -hmm. to have thanksgiving dinner and this is like at 8 p.m and the turkey was still not finished (gasps) that is how that yes that is like we knew that like if we made it late we'd be totally fine that's crazy i know but it's true like you have to show up late yeah you can't be on time like you have to like I I think I've gotten a lot better. I wonder why we're like that, though. I don't know. Because now if I throw something, I mean, yeah, I don't expect everyone to be there, like, right on the dot or anything. But sometimes, like, Latinos overdo it, like, hours late. I'm like, the party's almost over. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, why did you come? (laughs) Like, what is that? But, yeah, I think it's funny. Um, Do you have any, like, fun traditions that you feel like are only, like, latinos do for like holidays well, i think um i think definitely christmas on the 24th opening presents oh midnight. absolutely that's like a huge thing yeah. yeah and then um i think that's ma- mainly it like we don't really do much else really what about new year's you know the traditional like grapes oh, the grapes and... yes the grapes yeah. on new year's we have to my family we have to do the grapes we have to do the money in your shoe. Um, oh, just I've never for, done that. Oh, it's just like for good luck to like get a, like have a lot of money in this coming year. Mm-hmm. And then something that we always do um, is like get a suitcase and, and run around the block. <laughs> <laughs> it's so that you could travel a lot <laughs> the coming year. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and like we always did it. But last year, yeah, last um, New Year's. We spent it with Trevor's family and they don't live, I don't know, they don't live in a block. They kind of live on the side of a little mountain hill thing. So you can't really run around the block. So we just ran around the living room and like I made everyone grab the suitcase and run around so they could. (laughs) I love that. And we did. And it was so funny. And like they had never heard of these. They had never heard of the grapes. They had never heard of the money in a shoe or the suitcase or I don't do this every year or like ever, but like you have to wear like red underwear for love and yellow and something yellow for like happiness and joy, which mm-hmm. my sister always does those. And and this year we did, um, we threw lentejas in the air at oh. 
lentejas is lentils and we threw them at midnight like we're eating the grapes and we're throwing the lentejas and we're saying <laughs> happy new years and everyone's kissing and hugging and it's like on the one minute that you have to do it oh <laughs> my gosh like how do you That's do that so intense it's so funny well thank you so much for listening um and as always check out the survey that we have on instagram give us your gossip or just any interesting stories that you have and don't forget to follow us on instagram at give me the mm-hmm. chisme and we will see you next week bye stay chismosas